0: It's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast, recorded live at the spacious Lineup Media Group studios in Edwardsville, Illinois. The Drop is an unbiased in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref, you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance DeScott.
1: We're back with another episode of The Drop Podcast, and I am your host, Lance Descott. In this episode, uh, we're going to be going over the Blues versus Capitals, and we're going to be recapping that game that was played on January 19th of 2017. And uh, the Blues have kind of been very inconsistent this year. We, everybody that's listening to my show knows my thoughts on that. After uh, losing to the Kings big time on the road, 5-1, to one, they come back in very impressive wins, two of the best wins in my mind of the year with a 4-0 win against the Sharks, and then a 2-1 win in OT against the Ducks, a hard-fought win in that one. So we're coming home to a short two-game homestand. I'm sure we're all sitting there thinking, hey, they've got some momentum. Let's go ahead and build on that. They need to. It's that time of the year. The standings are getting tight in the Western Conference. Only about five points separate the 7th team from the 12th team. So these teams really need to get moving forward and start playing their best hockey. The Blues came home and lost to the Senators. Uh, You know, the Blues didn't play terrible, but they didn't play their type of game. They played against San Jose and against uh, the Ducks, which, you know, the Senators are a little bit of a different team. They'll hit you and work you in the corner, but they don't continue that hit and that punishment in the corner the way a lot of teams do. They tend to break off after the hit and look for those passing lanes, to intercept the passes, and they actually did that a couple times in that game, and the goaltending wasn't up to par, and the Blues lost that one 6-4. to four. So going in in this Capitals game, uh, Ken Hitchcock thought, well, I'm going to give Jake Allen a, a boost of confidence. I'm going to put him back in the game. Probably a good idea. I understand where he was coming from. Getting back in there. You know, hopefully he'll come up with a great effort, which the Blues would need against uh, Ovechkin and Oshie and uh, Kozletsov and uh, Orlov from the uh, uh, Capitals. Uh, three very good uh, Russian players plus Oshie. Uh, they've got some skill. They've been one of the hottest teams and hope has been very good in goal besides his last game. Uh, didn't play very well in his last game, uh, but, uh, you know, I'm sure he'll be ready uh, for this game. Uh, Let's go ahead and get into the highlights and see which team was able to get on the board first because we know how important that is lately, especially for the Blues. Uh, They've been giving up a lot of early goals, and it's hard to come back when you give up early goals. Uh, Let's see who was able to get the first goal. Throwing some snow at Gunderson, who's back in the lineup. Burakovsky works in.
2: Andre turns and fires. He scores! Andre
3: Burakovsky... It's the second shot of the game. And Jake Allen would love to have this one back. This has been his last month of body of work. He's letting these type of goals. I call them leaky and can't be standard for, Joe. And Burakovsky, a nice shot, just weaseling his way to the dot and firing it along the ice. And it skips past the goaltender, Allen, who 9 of 10 times is going to stop that, maybe 10 of 10, the way that puck just skittered under his arm and over his left pad. The Blues as a team over to pad the goalie on his pads. The Caps are loving life.
1: You know, even though this goal went in, yeah, I I will tell you, Jake Allen should have stopped that. He really wasn't paying too much attention, uh, you know, to Burakovsky. I didn't think he thought he was going to shoot it. A lot of times, like Tarasenko does and gets a goal in the corner there. That's exactly what Burakovsky did. And Jake just looks stunned. Uh, that would be Burakovsky's eighth goal of the year, assisted by Winnick and Eller, uh, his seventh assist of the year, and that was five minutes and 37 seconds into the first period. And it gives this high-flying Washington team, who's been one of the hottest teams in the league, a one to nothing lead. You know, the Blues were able to keep up with them pretty much, you know, through that p- first part, middle part of the of the uh, first period. But Washington just seemed to have a little more oomph, a little more drive and... I'm not saying the Blues played bad at this point. I'm just saying Washington, you could tell as, as a team, has played better as a whole within their system. And by playing better within their system, they would get another goal just two minutes after the Burakovsky goal by Jay Beagle, which would be his ninth of the year to give Washington a two to nothing lead less than halfway through the first period. To his chest protector, he got twisted up and caught off guard on
2: an Andre Burakovsky bad angle wrister at 537. He the cat peppering the St.
3: Louis cage to the tune of Tuesday. Well, we've been raving about the so-called fourth line. Maybe one of the best fourth lines in the NHL. I'm not sure there's any better. Winnick, Beagle, Wilson. Heavy four-check turnover, and then Beagle with a dart. He's up to nine goals already. 40 career goals overall for the Beagues. The Caps are pumping it. The dads are loving it. Mentors here in St. Louis. Look at the heavy four-check. First thing in is Wilson when it gets a puck that is as textbook as you can get and with the beagle goal the St. Louis Blues will be making a goalie change
1: at this point after the beagle goal i guess Ken Hitchcock thought i've seen enough of Jake Allen at least for now let's get him out maybe uh you know get his head uh, screwed on straight or something give him a little time to relax maybe we'll bring him back in maybe we won't Uh, This goal was, uh, you know, I don't think there's much Jake could do about this second goal. I'd say 99% of the goalies in the league would have let this one through. So this one isn't on him. The first one was, but the second one by Beagle isn't. It was Beagle's ninth goal, uh, Winnick's eighth assist and Wilson's sixth assist. And that was seven minutes and 41 seconds in to the first period. And Washington takes a commanding 2 to nothing lead early in this game. The rest of the first period, each team would have some opportunities Uh, You know, uh, it just was a pretty even game after that, in all honesty. They were pushing in the offensive zone, trying to get some pressure on Holtby. They got a few shots, but Holtby was having nothing to do with it, wasn't going to let any in. So after the first period and after Carter Hutton coming in, the Blues... Heading to the locker room, down 2 to nothing to the Capitals. But that 2 to nothing lead would not last very long as they would get on the board just 19 seconds into the second period on this great goal by Jaden Schwartz.
3: They go against the Ovechkin line to begin this. Now Stastny has some room here for Schwartz and a shot. And he scores!
4: Schwartz! And it's 2-1! It had eyes going high to the blocker side. Lots of traffic in front and Jaden Schwartz who has that great shot block and a wonderful scoring chance early in the first period gets rewarded. A couple of drop passes, and it looked like maybe one too many, but it ends up working out. Backhand pass off the boards, and Stasty looking for Schwartz in the high slot. There he is. Look at the traffic in front. Carl Alsner and Alexander Steen are there, and you can see Alsner's hand drops down, otherwise he blocks that shot, but instead he ends up screening his goaltender.
1: Yeah, he did end up screening his goaltender, but it was still a beautiful goal by Schwartz. You know, nice to see this guy get a goal. He hasn't had a goal in a month. In fact, I think it was December 20th since the last time he scored a goal. So nice to see Jaden get back on the saddle, as you can say, and get that goal. And he's one of those guys that, uh, you know, he'll score a goal and he'll score four or five in the next five, six games. And then he goes... A while without scoring, so maybe we'll see him be a part of the scoring for at least a few games, or maybe he'll just come into his own and really start becoming a great scorer. I mean, I think he's a pretty good scorer. I think the Blues should be able to expect 25 goals a year out of him. At this point, that goal was his 13th goal of the season, assisted by Peter Stasny, who played a great game last night, and by Alexander Steen, who also played a very good game. That was his 22nd assist, and that was just 19 seconds in. And it's two to one. The Blues are, you know, starting to take it a little bit to uh, the Capitals. They put some more pressure on them after that, but uh, due to some defensive, uh, let's just say, uh, uh, lack of efforts. I guess that's the best thing I can do. Or defensive mishaps, the Blues uh, would not get a goal for quite a while, and the capitals would score at will including former blue tj oshi who gets this goal that just breaks the blues back and you can just see it just it just knocked him down on this goal by tj oshi three minutes and 47 seconds in to the second period
2: backstrom on the head man for ovechkin steps to the middle leaves backstrom one more oshi backhand he
3: scores tj oshi Welcome home, TJ. He's got his 16th, now 10 points his last six games. And from up here, it looked to me like Jake Allen was totally out of position. As they call him coach, his dad looks on to TJ's handiwork. And what a play it was. Ovechkin will get an assist, but watch Backstrom. Follow up the pass, moving laterally. Look at Jake Allen, Joe. To me, he's swimming. He's not tracking the puck very well. And to me, he's got to be better technically with his movements. As that puck goes on the backhand,
5: TJ makes it 3-1. Hey, Locker, I want to piggyback on that. I think he got twisted by keeping an eye on Allen. Alexander Ovechkin cheating over towards him because as Backstrom takes that and he's
1: so patient with it. I think Jake was keeping an eye on Alexander Ovechkin, but you've got to stay in your position. You've, you've, you've goal. Being a goalie is all about positioning. That is half the battle. If you're in the right position and you think you know where the puck's going to go, you're going to, you're going to do very good. That's like I said, that's half the battle. The rest is skill and the rest is in your mind. And, He did not look good on this one at all. I mean, just not good at all. Jake, I don't know. He's just struggling. He's struggling finding the puck. He's struggling getting in the right position. He's kind of like a wiggly worm lately. Just doesn't quite know where to to go, what to do. And I feel really bad for him. And, uh, you know, like they always say, I know he's a hard worker. I've seen him in practice. He's one of the hardest working guys in the team. But uh, maybe it's mental. I'm just not sure, but on this one, it wasn't good. And uh, Oshie gets his 16th. Uh, Backstrom gets his 31st assist. Ovechkin gets his 19th assist. And um, that's 347 into the second. And the Capitals start taking a 3-1 to commanding lead at this point. The Blues, you know, they just didn't have enough fight in them for the rest of the second period, especially and the Capitals would just pile it on and pile it on and pile it on. Uh, just a couple minutes after Oshie's goal gave him a 3-1 to lead, Brett Connolly would get his eighth and give the Capitals a 4-1 to lead.
3: Time. But Barry Trotz did address the fellas here and the mentors. Connolly's in, closing, score! Brett Connolly! Is that her? little story about Brett and his family and he buries it. I mean that is a goal scorer's goal. They knew when they were getting him as we get another goalie change here in the second period. So it's been the revolving goalies here in St. Louis. Here comes Connolly. Look at the blow of the wheel by Gunnarsson and that's the glove side high. He's allowed four goals and this is going to send him to the showers but what a nice shot. Accuracy is everything now in the NHL. And Conley puts it upstairs. It's 4-1
1: cap. You know, it seems like everybody knows um, Jake Allen's weakness. And it seems to be sometimes Carter Hutton's weakness is that middle to upper glove side. How many goals have we seen, especially Jake Allen, give up to that spot uh, on his body? It it happens time and time and time again. And it's got to stop. Or teams are going to continue to do this. Uh, you know, that this goal was a cause and effect and the the cause was the fact that uh, the blues defender, uh, Gunnerson, I believe, uh, fell down. He blew a tire, as they like to say, and it just left him going straight in. Uh, Connolly didn't really have anybody to stop him and went uh, middle to high glove side and beat Jake Allen, uh, Connolly's eighth goal. Uh, Burakovsky's 13 assists, and that was just seven minutes and 33 seconds in. So, about three to four minutes after Oshie's goal, just goals after one after another. And uh, they put Carter Hutton back in. Uh, uh, that didn't do any good because uh, just 11 seconds after they uh, put Carter Hutton in, Marcus Johansson gets his 15th goal on this shot. A two handed
2: slash to the goalie stick to the wall on his way to the room as it's a snapshot score. Johansson welcomes Hutton back in.
3: It's 5-1 Caps. Uh, Amazing sequence right there. The Caps are a quick strike team and you lay back just for a second and you don't attack. You're in deep trouble. 11 seconds after they made it 4-1. It is now 5-1. No one is scoring since the end of December better than this Capitals team. Here it is, the turnover once again by the Blues. They stumble and bumble, and the Capitals make them pay. And what a nice-looking snapshot there from Marcus.
1: You know, so far, the Blues have uh, just given up too many goals. It's 5-1 to one now. And, uh, you know, you can't all blame Jake Allen. You can't all blame Carter Hutton defensively, the the Blues have not been in the position to make plays. And when they are close enough, they're using their stick to check people and not the body. And you can't play this game that way. You cannot use your stick to check people. One of two things are going to happen. It ain't going to work, and they're going to get away from you and either pass it and score a goal, or they're going to score a goal themselves, or you're going to end up using your stick too much and either tripping them or slashing them or something. And the Blues just at this point are not playing very well at all. And Washington is dominating uh, this goal um, to make it 5-1. to one, It was Johansson's 15th unassisted, 7 minutes and 44 seconds in. The Blues are looking for some kind of miracle. You know, they're not fully giving up. You can tell these guys are trying. They're trying hard. That's one thing about this team. No matter how far they're down, they continue to try. But try as they may, the Capitals would still dominate the second period. On a goal by Justin Williams to make it six to one.
2: Orloff waits, Kuznetsov closing, doesn't pull the trigger inside Williams. He scores.
5: Everything is clicking right now. This is an example, guys, of a team that's cheating way too much to Ovechkin. The back and forth from Kuznetsov down low, below the goal line, gets everyone drawn over to him. As the puck goes up to Dmitry Orlov, everyone has cheated over to Alexander Ovechkin, a wide open Justin Williams. It used to be Joel Ward, it used to be Troy Brower in that exact same spot, but you can see how they're cheating over. There's just too much open ice in the middle, and it's just a nice soft pass, and all Justin has to do is put his head down and bat it and find open net and score another goal.
3: And that's all about the puck on the tape, though. All five passes on the tape. There was no bouncing pucks. There was no puck along the boards.
1: Yeah, I would say that they're absolutely correct. The Blues are paying too much attention to Ovechkin, and the Capitals on that power play, just kept passing it back and forth. You know, I know the Blues use the boards a lot to pass. Most teams do, at least sometimes. But in this instance, the Capitals didn't use any of the boards. It was just quick pass after quick pass, tape to tape. And when you do that, you're gonna get some good opportunities when you are passing that well and you're in sync as a team. That would be Justin Williams' 16th goal of the year because Netzov's 26th assist and Orlov's 19th assist. Russians are playing very well for the uh, capitals, and basically the whole team is playing well. That was at 13 minutes and 30 seconds into the second period. Guys, we're at six to one. It's uh, pretty dismal right now. Uh, going into the third period, being down six to one, there's not really a lot you can do, but just go out and uh, hold your head high. Continue to try to play your system. Try to play your game. Maybe you'll get some goals. Maybe you get lucky and maybe you can start some type of uh, you know, return to be able to at least make this game respectable. It, try you've got to do it early in the third period. You can't wait halfway through, 15 minutes in. You know, those type of goals don't do you any good. And by that time, it it doesn't matter. Because with this six to one lead, what's gonna happen? And it did happen. Uh, The Capitals kind of went into a defensive mode. Yeah, they still put some pressure on the goalie, on uh, Carter Hutton, but it wasn't near like it was in the first and second period. They were more of a, yeah, we're going to give you a little bit, but we're going to try to stop you in the end. And, you know, we're going to play defense now. If an offensive opportunity opens up by the way we play, that's great. If not then um, you know we're gonna try to stop you from scoring. Well, that went into the um, third period and you could see that they were trying to do that. The Blues had tried to change things around, they changed some lines around, but it wouldn't work. And the Capitals kept pouring it on and adding the seventh goal by Kuznetsov.
2: Oh, she comes right back in. Kuznetsov turns, fires and scores because Kuznetsov got a little help off a deflection.
3: It's 7-1. Boy, are things ever going right for the Caps. Wow, his net's off, allen coming down the wing goes right off. It looked like Steen, the backchecker, stick, into the top corner, right?
5: Absolutely. You know, his skills and his skating are so dynamic that he doesn't even have to pump his feet. He stays on the ice the whole time, goes around everyone. Everyone's expecting the pass. And I'm not sure whether he meant to just toss that in the net, there was some deception involved, or he was throwing it across. But
1: Yeah, off is just a great player. Uh, just a number of players that the Capitals have that are great players and they continue to grow. Uh, some of these guys are pretty young. They're going to get better. Um, you know, I know what Steam was trying to do and block that shot. But in all honesty, when you're that close to the net, keep your stick out of the way unless you know for sure you're going to stop something. Because nine times out of ten, when you're 5 to 10 feet in front of the net and all you do is put that stick out, that puck is going to hit that stick and deflect and probably go in 70% of the time. I'm not blaming Steen, but, you know, you, you just can't do that. You, you've you've got to give your goalie at that point a free spot. If you know you can block it, use your body, do something. But don't just stick your stick out there to, to have a deflection put in. Uh, this goal would be because net's off 6 Oshie got an assist, so he's at a one goal, one assist night. Uh, that was Oshie's 14th assist. Ovechkin got an assist 20. So that kuznetsov off Oshie Ovechkin line, as usual, played well in last night's game. That was six minutes and 20 seconds into the third period, and the Blues are down seven to one. You know, at this point, there's no way they're coming back. Could they score a couple goals? Yeah, they could. Uh, but, uh, you know, it'd be, it'd be the greatest comeback in NHL history to win eight to seven after being down seven to one. But one thing I will say, you know, halfway through, about, I'd say about eight minutes in, the Blues started putting some pressure on Holtby. And part of it was due to the type of style that the Capitals were playing. But, you know, you want to give the Blues some type of credit. They were starting to play a little bit better as a team, which is what they need to do. And uh, 10 minutes in. Alexander Steen would get his seventh goal, and I guess you could say he was making up for that uh uh goal that he uh deflected with his stick to allow Kuznetsov to make it seven to one. Here is Steen's goal to make it seven to two.
3: It's Jay Beagle. Here's Schwartz
2: again
4: trying to get in front. He does, great pass, and Steen into That's the a top corner. That is what a play, it's seven-two. That last goal against accidentally ricochets off his blade and pass Carter Hutton. Steen comes on out here, and this is the only line kept intact, and why wouldn't they be? They've been strong in this game. That is an excellent play by Schwartz, and a better shot going against the grain under the bar and in. That is a world-class shot right there by Alexander Steen.
1: So the Blues show some life in uh, about 10 minutes into the game on this goal by Steen. Uh, beautiful shot, uh, just a beautiful shot. It would be Steen's seventh goal, Schwartz's fourteenth uh, assist, Gunnarsson got an assist, his third, and like I said, that was exactly ten minutes into the third period, and it's seven to two. Uh, you know, we're not looking for the Blues to come back at this point. It's it's almost impossible. The odds are astronomical. You probably win the lottery uh, before you would uh, come back from a seven to one, seven to two deficit, but they kept pushing. Kept pushing, getting some opportunities on Holtby. Holtby was still playing well. Uh, the Blues uh, got one really good opportunity, and they took advantage of it. Uh, 16 minutes and 25 seconds in, on another goal by guess who? Alexander Steen to make it seven to three.
4: Your goaltender is making all kinds of stops. It, it, it hides any vulnerability that you might have. And it's it score to make it seven three. Well, I tell you what, this Steen line is been really trying to lead by example through their actions on the ice they played a hard game and you keep your eye on the left side of the screen and that's Colton Pareko and then right in the middle of the screen now is Alexander Steen and he gets a beautiful tip right there he is moving his skates the open areas of the ice and beautifully redirects that right there and hope he's got no chance whatsoever.
1: Steen adds a second goal of the game and not taking any way, anything away from this line. This line played very, very good last night. And they played pretty well in the game before that loss to Ottawa. So I think that line is probably going to stick together. It was you know just a little too late. But nice to see Steen get the two goals, his seventh and eighth. Uh, Perko got an assist on that hard shot that Steen tip in. That was his 19th assist. Schwartz played hard last night, played very good. Got his 15th assist, and that was 16 minutes and 25 seconds into the third a little too late. Uh, Washington wins this win 7-3. to Let's go ahead and go over the stats of the game. You know, going into this game, uh, Holtby had not lost to the Blues. He was 4-0. and So he continues his streak after this win. He's 5-0 and against the Blues. With the 7-3 to win, the Capitals improved to 39 losses and 6 ties. Wow. I mean, that's, that's, that's just amazing to me. The Blues fall to 23-18-5. Shots on goal, the Capitals actually had less, Uh, 18 shots, so they scored seven goals on 18 shots. I don't think Carter Hutton and Jake Allen's save percentage was very good last night. The Blues got 25 shots on Holtby. Power play, uh, Capitals had two. They were able to take advantage of one, and um, the Blues were 0-for-1 face-offs. The Blues actually won the majority of the face-offs, 60% to 40%. So some of these stats might be misleading. Oshie got his 16th goal and an assist. Burakovsky got his 8th goal and assist. Beagle got his 9th goal. Uh, Williams got a power play goal, his 16th. Kuznetsov uh, got a goal as 6th and also had an assist. And Holt P. made 22 out of 25 saves. The Blues' best player, and along with that line, Jaden Schwartz. Steen, last night, had 2 goals. His uh, 8th and 9th also got an assist. Sorry, his 7th and 8th also got an assist. Schwartz had his 13th goal and two assists. Stasny had an assist. Jake Allen allowed four goals on 10 shots. So that means that Carter Hutton allowed three goals on eight shots. Uh, Not a good night for the goaltending. Not a good night for the defense. Just did not play well at all. Uh, They need to play better. Before I get into my rant, about the team, in my opinions, I'm going to try to stay calm this time. So I'm going to be the Mr. Nice Guy this time. But let's go ahead and listen to the press conference afterwards with Ken Hitchcock, who doesn't sound real happy. I mean,
0: there's not much I can say other than, you know, we have to go to value on if we continue to play the way we did for the first, really, until the fourth goal goes in we got to be happy with that. It's a good team we played against, but, you know, it went south when it went to 4-1. So, but you're right about the goal. I think one of the things that happens when you're not trusting yourself defensively is that you overwork from the red line in, you underwork from the red line back. And I think that's the one thing we've been guilty of we're overworking, we're trying to keep pucks in, we're trying to create way more than we're, we're forcing a lot of things to try to keep it from coming into our end. And then when it is, we don't have the energy to play defense. We're not given the energy to play defense. If you look at three of the goals today, they were scored in the slot with time. And bizarre things, people losing sticks, trying to stay on the forecheck, trying to not let it come in, somebody falling down on a simple one-on-one. Uh, a lot of it is because we're just trying everything we can to not get scored on our shots, on goal, and we're just, like I said, we're, if the one thing that, we had a lot of good play today by some people, and we need a lot more from some other people, but one of the things that we're doing that's not helping us is we are trying to we're trying to throw the big bombs in f- from the red line in. In other words, we're just flat overworking and uh, not allowing ourselves to be patient in our positional play defensively from the red line back. You
1: said this morning that you had seen some things in practice that you thought maybe Jake had turned
0: the corner. We saw a lot of it. What happened? Well, how I, do you think this
1: sets
0: him back? I, I, don't know. I don't know how far it sets him back, but... Everything we needed to see we saw at practice and there's a lot going on right now. There's a lot in his head. There's you know, he's kind of locked up mentally and he he's gonna have to fight through this. I mean it's like any other athlete. He's gonna have to fight through this, but what we see at practice we like. That's why we put him back in quite frankly. And we know right now we're gonna need way better just to be competitive. They know that, we know that. So beating it up anymore isn't going to do us any good but we got to get him unlocked he's just locked right up and if we can help him get him unlocked then that's what you do that's part of coaching you know nobody anticipated this nobody on our team nobody in this city anticipated this but we got it and we're going to have to figure it out because there's no help wagon coming we're going to have to do this ourselves figure it out he's going to have to figure it out it's going to make him stronger and we're gonna to have to figure it out how to, how we can help him. But right now he's locked up.
2: Does he have to play, play him through it? I mean what's,
0: what's, what's the This is point? the NHL. We're in for points. So we gotta figure what our next step is, but first we gotta get the unlocking going on. And we gotta get that we gotta get that figured out. On, that's not be- yeah, that's what I was saying. From from the red line in, we're, we're putting a lot of pressure on people. Mm-hmm. We're doing a lot of good things. But when the puck turns over, we're not coming back to help our defense near as hard as we need to. We're not near as committed to checking in the red zone as we were two weeks. We're wasting a lot of energy trying to keep pucks in and keep them alive and not get it into our end. Um, and it's not allowing... We're not focused on the energy.
1: Uh, Ken Hitchcock said a lot in that press conference, including that the first period was the best the Blues had played all year. I, I would have to disagree because there were first there were some defensive breakdowns. Did they play good in the first period? Yeah, I think overall, they played pretty good. They should have been down one to nothing after the first period, as opposed to two to nothing, due to that soft goal but I don't think it was their best period. I think all six periods, the three against San Jose and the three against the ducks were much better periods. I think those periods were the best periods the blues have played all year. And that's why they won four to nothing and two to one against two very good teams and a big team in the ducks. Uh, You guys need to really look at their lineup and see how big and punishing that team is. They're a very good team uh, with Carlisle as their coach. Um, the Blues, and I hate to use the word again, you know, I called them Dr. Jack Lemister High, but I'm going to go back to inconsistent. They go 3-3 three and three at home. They lose to the Kings, don't look great. You know, they beat San Jose and Anaheim, two of the biggest wins of the year. They look the best. They've looked in a long time, probably the two best games of the year. They come in and are competitive against Ottawa, but Ottawa's just faster to the puck. They just look more fluid. They look like they knew what they were doing within their system. And then the game last night against the Capitals. The Capitals are a much better team than the Blues. Uh, You know, you don't play that way against the Capitals. You have to play a flawless game against a team with that much offensive skill and a team that's got a decent defense and a great goalie. You have to play with almost zero mistakes. And the Blues just couldn't do that. There were several defensive lapses. There were uh, several bad goals let in. So I'm not going to blame all this one on Jake Allen and Carter Hutton. It's th- This is a team loss. They played decent in the first period. But after that, you know, that Schwartz goal, it lifted them up. They looked pretty good after that. But then Oshie gets that goal, and it just it, it just deflates the team. And then the Capitals just pour it on. The Blues need a much better effort if they're to win in their next couple games. Uh, they're going to go on the road against the Winnipeg Jets Saturday at 2 p.m. Central. That game will be a Fox Sports Midwest, Cam uh, Radio. As of today, Friday at 4 p.m. Central, the Blues are 23, 18, and 5. The Jets are 21, 23, and 4. But that is a tough place to play. The Blues have a must win there, in my mind at least. Um, after that, they would play the Pittsburgh Penguins in Pittsburgh on Saturday. That's a six o'clock game. And of course, because it's Pittsburgh, it'll be on uh, NBC sports network. And then we'll have KMOX radio. And then after that game on Tuesday, they head to Minnesota to play the wild, uh, who is leading the blues as of right now, by, I believe 14 points. I may be one point off of that. Uh, the blues are going to have a tough game then. And, uh, then they're back home to play Winnipeg. It's not going to be easy, guys, you know. They're not playing well right now. Out of all the playoff teams and wild card teams, they have the worst um goals for and goals uh, goals against. The Blues are minus 11. And that stat. There's one other team with a minus 1 and I believe it's Boston. So the teams that are in the playoffs as of today, the Blues are minus 11 in goals. And that's the key. You know, you can't win that way. You can't go into the playoffs that way. So unless we see a considered effort to, uh, start scoring more and cutting down on some of those bad goals and defensive lapses, it's not going to improve. I wish it would improve, but it just, it just hasn't. That's just the way the cookie crumbles. So I'm going to thank everybody for joining me for this, uh, Game recap of the Blues versus the Washington Capitals. The game was played on the 19th of January, 2017. I hope you guys did get to watch the game, even though it was disappointing. I watched the whole game, as I always do. Um, But, um, you know, go down and see the Blues when they come home next. Show them your support. They need those fans in the seats. Be nice to see everybody there. Thanks again for joining me. I've been your host, Lance Descott. This has been The Drop Podcast. I will see you as always after every Blues game the next day doing a full game recap, whether it's a home road, a home or road game, a playoff game, preseason, whatever. You'll get the highlights. You'll get my commentary and uh, my opinions, which uh, sometimes people like and sometimes they don't. I want to wish everybody a great rest of the week. Let's uh, watch the Blues uh, win, hopefully, on Saturday and win a tough game on uh, Tuesday against Pittsburgh and battle the wild next Thursday. Thanks again. Until next time, have a safe day and safe trips and travels wherever you're going.
0: This has been the Drop Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe or download this episode and past episode on iTunes, ShoutEngine.com, and Stitcher.com. You can follow us on Twitter at OfficialTheDrop. For more information about the Lineup Media Group or the Drop podcast, email us at info@lineupmediagroup.com or at theofficialdrop at gmail.com. Until next time, let's go Blues!